You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikkel Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> we're coming to you from the past. It's all dis- full disclosure. It hasn't happened yet as we record this, but I'm sure it uh, went great. And I'm sure I didn't drink anything on New Year's Eve. And I'm sure I feel great on New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah. Please let us. I hope 2019. We're all still here. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah. Trump is still president. Of course. <laughs> Not going anywhere for a while. But. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah. So anyway, what do you what do you guys uh what's new with you? Anything good? Man, Exciting. I'm trying to figure out what's uh happening right now that we can talk about. Uh everything's good. Cl- school is done, so that's a good that's a good break for we get a month yeah. off, which is kind of nice. So oh, I'm kind of uh nice. yeah. not only reevaluating everything, but this is great uh in kind of conjunction to what we're talking about today. Uh, to kind of just like take a break and really look uh, ahead for what we're going to be doing. So um, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a break now that a few uh, alarms are are all taken care of. How about you guys? Yeah, this week has been a little crazy. I've got like I think I mentioned last episode. I have two web projects wrapping up kind of at the same time. Oh right, yeah, yeah. or at least getting to that point where you're wrapping up all the little loose ends. Yeah, which is kind of the most stressful part for me. Mm-hmm. It's just going in the minutia yeah, of going in is. and like that phase is for sure. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of a brand new process right now, which I'll kind of talk about it a little later in the oh, episode. Yeah. But cool. It's my process. first time in this process. So I'm working out the kinks from it. And I knew going into it that it was a little bit not I'm not gonna say an experiment. I knew I'd make it work one way or the other, but like even if I have to spend a lot of more time on this first one or a little yeah. bit more money or make a little less money on it, it's good to like kind of get that process nailed down. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. It's worth it. I know. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going good. as smoothly as I'd hoped, but it's, <laughs> you know, it'll be fine in the end. It's just a little, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get into it later. It's an adjustment. It's always an adjustment when you start setting, start something new like that. But good for you because you kind of have to have the self ambition to put mm-hmm. to push it through and have it le- be less of a conversation and actually do it. It's not totally <laughs> yeah. easy, right? Well, the thing is, once it's worked out, it's going to be a huge time saver. So yeah, good. Yeah, good for you. Into that. What about you, Mikkel? Anything good? I'm getting really super round. <laughs> yeah, when, when are you due? I forgot. Um, end of March, and because of my risky age. They're not going to let – I mean, if she doesn't come out on her own before my due date, it's it'll be just a day or two after the due date that they're just going to oh, start wow. okay. the, the induction process. So Just going to start Yeah, it's nice in terms process. of like, you know, for those that have structured personalities and we want to know dates and everything, that's kind of suitable. You're like, yeah. I'm going to need this but, on my calendar, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. So, Mikkel, last – Last time you gave birth, uh, I've, you didn't really take off any time from the show. Are you going to be uh, taking a little bit of time off, or no? We can just assume can we the count same. on you. I'll roll, roll on, roll with it. Yeah, just okay. I mean, see that list. Just for you guys. Yeah. I'm totally fine with listeners rolling their eyes 
at, at me about that. I just, it's nice <laughs> to maintain sanity and your identity, um, you know, amidst all the change. And I, ha- I happen to be married to a guy that's an absolute Mr. Mother when it comes, when, when that's needed. So I'm not too worried about it. It's, yeah, it'll be cool. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's funny you had mentioned the odd timing last episode, Wes, of your new project, you know, your project kicking into gear. And I kind of was in that same boat where I was just delivering really huge overhaul designs for this website. Yeah. And I when at the time that we presented, we were told that we, it was going to be pushed out a, a couple months, which is baby mm-hmm. time. So I had to look oh. at them in the face and go, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not no, totally going to work. Yeah. And, you know, we when I present, it's like this. We're looking at each other over Skype, of course, and we do Zoom and we do screen share and like this. So they're not seeing how big I am from Got the it, torso right? down. <laughs> so, of course, they forget, you know, they forget. But Yeah, yeah. Were you able to work it out time-wise? Um, I know. I always get so worried. And yeah. I have a family that reminds me that it's good that I, I stay worried, even though I've been doing this for so many years that, you know, I have this like internal panic. They're going to find somebody else to do their website. Oh, I know. know. Well, it's the same as if you had a full-time gig too. I think everyone's afraid to leave for anything uh, with that same kind of fear. It's so crazy, but it's good that I think it's better to have the the fear because you you might do things beforehand to kind of make sure that you're good. Well, it makes things you know? exciting. You Just like having the conversation too comfortable. with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you're too comfortable, yeah. there's no no excitement to that. And then the passion True. starts to drop. So they you're are right. connected <laughs> in a way. And the only way they'd be thinking about replacing you is if they didn't like you to begin with. Like, uh-huh. it's so much, I've said before, it's yeah. so much harder yeah. to like, to think about losing someone that's great. Yeah. Like if my developer were to say he's quitting tomorrow, I'd kind of be up Shit's Creek. Like I know. Cuz I don't really I have any about that too. Or yeah, don't I put don't even put too. that out there. Oh, I know. I should. I was like hey, thinking about that the other day randomly. I'm like, "Oh my god." That could god, be that completely be linked awful. to today's topic, by the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It could definitely be. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be talking uh New Year's resolutions for ourselves and in our own businesses and, you know, on the face of it, that sounds a little indulgent, like we're just talking about ourselves. But I think it's going to be a great discussion uh, to listen in on because I think yeah. you know it'll it might give some some listeners um, ideas of things they can think about within their own businesses. It all goes too, hand think, in hand, man. Yeah, you know. Yes. And yeah, I think too, as I was thinking of them, they kept rolling on, and it's so like I think just getting yourself in the frame of mind to think about this brings in things that you weren't thinking maybe that were top of mind. And now all of a sudden you're like, damn, that's a huge focus for next year. Yeah. Right. Good. Absolutely. Before we get there, yeah, before we get there, we got to talk a little bit about our friends at Skillshare because we love Skillshare. We love learning. You're listening to this show, which tells me that you're (laughs) interested in keeping current and keeping apprised of changes and you're into your business and you're into uh, the whole thing of, running a creative business. So that's why Skillshare is going to be your best friend in 2019. Um, You know, of course, they're an online learning community for creators. And uh, they've bumped it up. They've now got 25,000 classes. That's crazy. 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. You're going to discover countless ways to fuel your uh, creativity, your curiosity, and help your career survive and thrive in the new year. So you can take classes in... You know, everything from graphic design, web design, uh, social media marketing, freelancing, 
all that good stuff. If you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is here for you to keep you learning, thriving, and reaching those new year goals, Yay. which we love. So I was on there today, and one of the th- one of the thing that's on my mind lately is WordPress customization. So I found mm. uh, Word WordPress for beginners, or uh, nice uh, this one WordPress for beginners. Build a website in twenty minutes. So these things, these like WordPress themes are getting better and better all the time. Uh-huh. So like it'd be great to be able to maybe not hire out a developer. Maybe you can customize your own WordPress sites, you know? And then there's another one here that's called How to Deal with Mad Customers, which I thought was cool. So, <laughs> can you bookmark that, for, bookmark that yeah. one for me? And that's specifically <laughs> yeah. for the creative industry, that one? I, I, th- I don't know. I don't, it didn't say so. But probably I think for it's a just, freelancer, meaning like, yeah. yeah, anyone who's running their own that's business cool. probably. And it's probably yeah. very similar stuff. Like, it'll uh-huh. help everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's evergreen. It's universal. So anyway, join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. You can get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the Deep End Design listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes absolutely for free. So to sign up, you're going to go to Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash DeepEnd. Perfect. It's a, new, it's a new little code there for you. It's not graphic anymore, so it's DeepEnd. Oh, sure. Right. Got it. Yeah, make note of that, kids. New year, new code. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and new year res- resolutions. So uh, who wants to go first and talk about what you're going to change up in 2019? Or I can go. Whatever go for it. Want. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Either way. Either way. Cool. So uh, basically what I'm trying to do this year is really streamline my project process. Because what I found is that my typical client project stays on my plate for just way too long. Mm. You know, you, you, you kind of think in your mind it's going to be three or four months. And almost, almost always it – from – Beginning talking to a client till the uh-huh. end product, I feel like it's almost always almost a year. And that's wow. not me working on that project yeah. that entire time. Every day, right, right. But it's all the stops and starts and everything, and I don't want that happening anymore. So what I've found is when I can – what I'm trying to really do is replace a lot of the work I do with custom-designed websites. I'm really trying to go a different route. Uh, that's a little cheaper for clients, that's a little more palatable for your average kind of small business owner. Good. So rather than a $10,000 website, I can charge them around six. So it's basically like, I don't know, am I making like about two thirds what I would charge on the big site, but I'm spending like one third the time on it. Perfect. Which just really evens out, you know, and you can get more mm-hmm. volume that way of clients. So you're you're spending way less time. You're making almost as much money. Yeah, you know, for the amount of time it sits on your plate, because what that allows you to do, and yeah, like, you know, we have our listeners are all designers. So I'm basically what I'm saying is I'm kind of cutting out the design portion, which sounds counterintuitive maybe, but there's still quite a bit of design that goes into customizing a theme. Um, but the the way I'm trying to do this. Um, and what's not working out great with the guy that I got who's doing this one right now, um, 
the process is not that I'm going to be designing anything anymore. I'm just uh-huh. going to give a, a lot of notes of kind of picking things from the different demos that I like and saying, okay, for this page, I'm picturing something like this. Now go do it. Um, he's a little bit too much of a developer, not enough of a design eye. So what's oh. happening? What's happening is oh. I'm having to go in and basically red mark it all up and say, uh-huh. and now I'm kind of retroactively designing based sure. on what he came in with. Sure. Don't love that process. So, but I found is that my developer front yeah, end savvy. Is he super front end savvy? Yeah, like he's he's good at it, but I think that he's used to clients who aren't as exacting of standards as sure. I can be. Okay. Like I'm kind of a Nazi with that. Like I <laughs> I can be too. And I, yeah. I think that that explicit direction can be can give your support an upper hand in a way. I wouldn't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Oh, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's a matter of um See, I didn't realize that my existing developer who does all my custom sites does a lot of this work as well. So I'm going to use him from mm. now on because he's really, oh, sure. he's, he's got a great design eye as well. So I trust him to just kind of give some rough ideas and then he can run with it. And then all I have yeah. to do is kind of be the art director more or less. Yeah, good, good. Which it just, you know, it's, it's saves so much time to not have to do all the mock-ups and then... um you know, it saves so much development time too. You pick out a great theme that you just kind of pick and choose blocks and elements that you like and get the right photos, the right fonts, colors, all that stuff. And before you know it, it looks just as good as anything you would do custom. Yeah. It's not better because they yeah. come with a lot of yeah. cool little features that would just take that a long time. Make it dynamic time. and interactive. And Yeah. A little bit of those, I hate to say it, it sounds so stupid, but a lot of those little micro animation things that uh-huh. come in, like they just really kind of dazzle the client in a way that yeah, they're enhancements. kind of go through for a little sure. faster. I know. I know so, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So basically I'm trying to focus more on those theme-based web projects this year. Um, and I'm also drawing a really hard line in the sand this year and going forward about the kinds of sites that I'm going to do. Um, I'm not going to do anything more that's, like a, what I would consider to be a function-based website. Like if the website, if you make money with the website, like if it's e-commerce uh-huh. or if it's like a like a online course kind of site or something that does, like a website that has like a lot of functions on it, not going to do it anymore because that, that's what takes up so much time. So I'm really trying to specialize in those, um, you know, lead generation websites for service businesses. Yeah that are there to get you like fill your funnel with qualified leads. That's kind of what I'm interested in doing now. But that's a smart move because I think you're right. Like it, it fits the model that you're, you're, you're evolving to much better. And it takes out, you're right. A lot of the functionality of these sites that have to be that. And I, I, not knowing much about it, I can probably guess that that is where probably 90% of the headaches come from of that. And what takes a site from a two month period to eight months. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit that breaks, right. you know, there's yeah. a lot of like, and it's, whenever there's an e-commerce component, you got to like test it. And it becomes weird because like, what, what credit card are you putting in? And I, and I don't quite ever, you know me, like I, I do all web, but I'm really not tech set. Like Mikkel, you're way better at knowing the tech behind this stuff than I am. 
So I feel a little stupid talking to my developer a lot of the time because my head is more just design and marketing focused. It's not so much the that's okay the tech side. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm doing. And um, another thing as well that's going to be a big uh, focus for me this year is I've got an online course in the works right now, um, which I'm going to be selling. Good. Which I'm hoping will be a good. Um, it'll allow me to kind of scale the business in a, in a scalable way where it's not any extra work for me to sell more of them other than the work I have to do to market the thing. Yeah. Um, and if I can sell even a couple of those a month, that's going to really allow me to be more selective about the clients that I want to work with. Yep. Yep. Good you idea. Know? So definitely good idea. Yeah. I think, um, going to work smarter and, yeah, More it sounds like what you're year. you're kind of pushing things into smaller time frames, but making yeah. some more layers. And I think if you really think about that, the year could make a big that could make a big difference in 2019. Like stress level less, bank account more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's what I like because honestly, Good. like I had a moment yesterday, like kind of almost a panic attack. Um, not that's that's makes it sound more than it is. But I had the thing yesterday where I was about to present the, you know, the, the client, the, the site I'm talking about that's my first kind of theme builder site. Yep. And I just had a feeling going in. I think it looks really good. All I showed him was the homepage. Yeah. I thought it looked really good, but there's still something in me. Whenever I present for the first time, I get such a, um anxiety about oh, totally. if not going to respond to it. And I don't know why. Like it's just it eats me up like all day long, like before I'm gonna present yeah. it. But doesn't it make sense? I mean, like again, if you didn't have it, I think um yeah, something would be something would be wrong. Indicator. Um and and from everyone I think in the last six months to a year, especially at Max and other places, talking to people, everyone has this, man. It's like maybe because that just is too, you're stretching into new boundaries, you're stretching into things that maybe um are out of comfort zone. And naturally, we all want to be like, oh, whoa, is this going to happen? Is this going to be okay? I'm testing the waters on something new. So it's only natural, man. It really is. Yeah. Right? But for and me, it always works out. Quote, for for me, awesome, it was a little awesome quote about life only truly begins once you're out of your comfort zone. Totally. That's true. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's, it's great. It's true. But I think this particular thing had more to do with me knowing this. This I, I like this client a lot. He's a great guy, but he's def, he's a little bit of a hand wringer. Yeah, like you can. He's always a little, and he he knows that the purpose of the website is for business. But I still feel like he's the he's the kind of person who probably has really big dreams of what the website's going to look like. And I'm just thinking, is this going to be like what he wanted, or am I going to get a yeah, you know, an email in the middle of the night saying how he's disappointed with it, but seems like he really liked it. So I'm happy about that. But and I, and I you, think it, you I see that. It, I think it looks good. You see yeah. that difference because you know the deliverable might be a little bit more condensed or more like uh, formula, formula, uh, formulated, right? So right. you're fearing it, but I guess too, like maybe the a, a thing to add to it, and maybe you do this already, but like to to make sure expectations are met you're sharing kind of um, a degree of what level he's going to get at the very beginning. And just so he's like more like, oh, okay, we're in this zone. Not He's not thinking expectations way high. And it might just comfort you better to get that. Yeah. 
you know i do yeah. i'm trying to i'm trying to do the same thing now where like i think it's the fear and the anxiety of your stuff's not going to be good enough so i'm trying to make sure expectations are met by showing the models that meet what they're going to get sure sure you know and by and by the way like whenever i'm upset about this or not upset but kind of anxiety it's usually actually not that I don't think it's good enough. I wouldn't mm-hmm. present it if I didn't think it was good enough. Okay. It's more about what are they going to think of it. Yeah. And yeah. Because there's no black that, and white there. Yeah. And and I Very know like, this is going to be – and I know that I'm dealing with um, – and if I was dealing with my developer who's just really great at kind of the first-time revisions, I'd be a little – like, okay, fine. We'll We'll redo what needs to be redone. But with this new guy – a little more of a process so i'm like please don't tear this apart because this is going to be a nightmare to have to rebuild <laughs> you're going to ruin but my anyway. experiment <laughs> yeah but it's good to know though i'm glad to yeah. know and um it's not going terribly it's just a lot more hand-holding on mm-hmm. my part than than his reviews would have suggested yeah okay you know if that makes sense but yeah anyway that's mine just trying to streamline my my projects this year so outstanding Good. Yeah. Mikkel, go for it. Okay. Um, so it's funny. I've talked about this before, just the need, the need or strong desire to collaborate with more MKM support. And it's mm-hmm. funny how getting pregnant kind of really kicked that into gear. <laughs> 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 um, but I did, I did find somebody in Chicago, actually, Wes. And she's been fabulous, and she has just got her hands on all sorts of accounts that we support. And I, we maybe will go through three rounds of edits, but she typically nails it prior. So she's just very detail-oriented. And, you know, you were talking about developers. I've got a handful of developers that I collaborate with, but I need more of this, this Jessica gal. <laughs> to support me. Um, <laughs> so that is, that's definitely a goal. And I would love to do that. We start third trimester tomorrow. So, um, you know, it's, everything's going to wrap up really quickly. So, um, I, I need, I need to get on that ASAP and, um, hopefully this isn't confusing to <laughs> listeners because it, we're saying happy new year yet. It's just prior. I need to make a trip into the Apple store and make one last 2018 expense purchase for a, a MacBook Pro oh, there that go. doesn't crash yeah. on me. It's I'll be in the middle of meetings off-site and on a Zoom call or Skype like this, and it'll just cut. And my battery level will say 90%. It's The battery is just whack. So. Ooh, I hate oh, wow. that. That's terrible. Yeah, I've never I seen that before. And I've had... I've had the, this is my bad, I fully admit, I've had the warning. I mean, they're smart. The MacBooks tell you when they're about to go, when when their battery batteries need attention. I just thought, oh, it's still charging. It still works every now and again. I'm fine, you know, but it's, it's time. It's time. Um, and then, you know, more of that, you know, looping back to what you had mentioned, Wes, it is really amazing feeling to be able to put this dependency on others that you work with that mm-hmm. support you and not be hitting the canvas board nearly the way that you used to. There's, It's very gratifying. 
um, yeah. when you're just kind of directing the show. And I really, I really focus on these relationships that is this working with as opposed to them reporting to me. Mm-hmm. And it's really yeah. worked out in the best of favors. Um, we see each other as equals. I ask for him, his and her opinions constantly with things. They feel their, um, therefore they feel their perspectives are highly valued. And that's how should ev- everyone should feel. You know, you've yeah. we've been there where we've supported, you know, agencies of sorts or independents that do well for themselves. And that's why those relationships lasted or felt you know, good at any given time is because the respect was there. So, um, it takes, you know, it takes one to know one kind of thing. If, if you can kind of put yourself in everybody's shoes and if you've been there, done that, you know what it feels like and you know the extent to kind of push that advantage level and it's really beneficial win-win for all. So I really want to focus on that approach on an ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it really it really is beautiful. But you know, I'm not re- I'm not ready to just direct exclusively. I still really love getting into files every now and again. So I've got yeah. a good balance going now and I want to continue, you know, continue that. Plus, if I'm very much a hands-on person, I'll lose that tech technical momentum. Oh, yeah. Of the tools and the yeah. create creative. If you skip, um, skip a few generations of the software, you'll like open it up one day and have no idea. Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. It's scary. You have to stay on top of it. Absolutely. In this industry. So, um, you know, I think that paranoia is a good thing. It'll, it keeps you on your toes and, you know, in files. And it's interesting. You can learn from those that support, you know, at handoff when I'm getting native working files, I'm learning how other people work and maybe it's more efficient or, you know, just a completely different style than the way you the way that you work your files. So yeah, it's all really, really good. Good. Yeah, great. So I want to continue that learning curve more and more. So are you trying to find even more people or you just want to work more with the people you've already got? Well, like I said, I need to find another Jessica or two. Okay. Yeah. Um and, and so she's not sorry, specifically I call what does she her... do for you? What's her role? I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't say I should have I should have um defined that earlier on. I appreciate that question. She's not necessarily a junior designer per se. She is she is um print media, digital media. She does she doesn't do animation and um uh and motion graphic work, um but that's not a specialty of MKM design anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I honestly give her, I mean, she's working on a huge, huge window panels for a lobby right now for frost design. I know uh-huh. I can just give her a general idea for a concept and she'll run with it. So cool. anywhere so she's from... Most, she's not so much an assistant. She's more, it's design work. Yes, it's design cool. work. Nice. Yeah, that's one thing I, I've, I've outsourced a few times and like I will do that with logos for sure. Yeah. I just, I'm just kind of over. I'm done with logos. Yeah, you've been I, I kind of have lost years. my edge there because I just kind of hadn't done it for a while. And I found a guy who's really good at it. And Perfect. He does, and he's got a great, and he's not very like he's in Canada. He charges like really reasonable rates, and he hand draws the concepts, and like he's a proper like artist with the right art. way to do so, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. That's great. That's yeah. great. 
That's yeah. a good find. How'd you come across him? Oh, um, so mutual friends. Remember, I did that kind of boot camp thing a couple of years back, and I met a bunch of people through that. And he's one of the people I met him through other web designers who had used him before for logo work. Perfect, yeah, man. that sketching component to the phasing of projects is really, really awesome. It's that's yeah. so great. And to be yeah. able to showcase that to your your clientele as a part of the yeah. process. Yeah. They're really like, great. ooh, someone drew for me. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes that's it all great. more real. That's, that's great. awesome. Yeah. Anything else to add to that, Mikkel? I don't think so. All right, cool. Nicholas. She's like, she's like buttoned up yeah. and all done, ready to go. I kind of split ready for, mine. Ready for my, 019. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. So here's what I'm doing. I'm like, I kind of was thinking it's all basically improving everything and relooking at everything. And um, I kind of broke it into three little areas. The first one I really want to do more of as the gardeners go by. Sorry about that. Huh. <laughs> Perfect timing. No, you're fine. Yeah. We're usually there in the podcast without background noise. I know. Come on. I can't <laughs> hear it though. Good. No, right, me awesome. neither. So first uh, up is to really target um, some dream clients and some bigger clients. And once I can finally kind of put some new work out there that uh, once I'm in the clear of, I, I really want to take advantage of it because it, I feel like it it got me to something that has a little bit more notoriety, and so I want to use it to my advantage. So my big thought was to target a few really great clients that I really want to work for, identify who's there, how do I get in touch with them, build a specific pitch deck, something really that talks to them specifically, and even like change the mindset and the look and feel and uh, tonal value of website and social media to really accommodate for that. So when they do go and check you out, you are that buttoned up answer to what they're looking for. So mm-hmm. kind of the idea was to like, really steer the ship on new business. I haven't done that in the past. Like I've just been lucky that referrals and uh, introductions and things like that have led to really good, really good, you know, uh, clientele at this point. So now I'm like, I want to test the waters and do it myself and really play. I I come from a new business background from all my previous jobs. So like, I'm like, what am I waiting for? I know how to do this. Like, let's, let's find them, target them and go after them. And even if, Nothing comes out of it. At least I'm building credentials and refreshing the website, which is kind of a, a natural that you need to do. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like number one. Number two, we talked about this a little bit last time, but this is truly like number one priority, and it's just being serious about getting paid. I'm just so tired of it. I'm mm. going to use – I'm using every freaking feature of FreshBooks right now to my advantage and just making sure that I'm much more upfront about it like I talked about in the past, uh, in the past episode. Um, rewriting the agreements, being super firm with new clients, introducing new processes, even to existing clients and just saying it's an advantage to both of us, but here's what I'm changing. And I think too, and maybe you guys can talk to this as well. I think at a certain point, the last part, the the least thing I want to do in my day is the accounting side, regardless of how easy programs make it for you. But Mm -hmm. um, I just push it off because I'm like, I'm too busy. I got work to do. I'll get to it. Sometimes I don't get to it. Sometimes when I do, I'm doing it half-ass. So, again, I will be the complete blame for this, but I have to change and make it more of a priority. So that's kind of number two. Yeah. And then the third one is really just taking the business plan into consideration again. I think I did this at the very beginning, and I really haven't looked at it again to kind of reevaluate um, higher goals per month, like looking monthly and really taking the tools we get from any of, our, any of the software we use 
and look and see, are my rates good? Am I thinking bigger, bigger picture? Um, are my monthly goals intact? Like, should I be looking at this more seriously? Um, and then what are my stumbling blocks? What, what's stopping me from doing all these things and just getting, getting them out of here? You know, I think it's as simple as that. I think it's the same fear. It's the same anxiety about putting stuff out there. It's the same about making changes and doing things to improve what your, you know, it's your business. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like as far as big picture, I think some little things I think I'm going to look at it as well. I'm going to limit social media for the inspiration side of it. You know, like I don't want to look at it as much as the capture of what's going on out there in the world. It's not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's what Mm -hmm. other designers are doing. It's what other designers are thinking. It's not what your clients and your customers want. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think bigger picture when it comes to inspiration, uh, research, doing all that discovery stuff. And then last but not least is kind of like maybe looking through the client list again. And like every, every year I've done this, but like, is there anything that's troublesome? Is there anybody there that like, it, I, I hate to say it, but it's just not worth the, 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 the added kind of stress they bring for the money I get from them, you know? Um, yeah. And, right. and letting a few right. and ditching a few. I, I hate to say it, but like a few of them have gotten to that level and it's my fault, mm. my fault. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, don't feel bad about that at all. Some clients just have to, you know, if if they're taking too much time and you're, you can't run your business efficiently because of them or they're just becoming a headache, that's the the best part about kind of growing our businesses up to a point where you can be more selective about who you work with. Exactly. You know, and, like life is too short. Yeah, and it's the it's the growth factor. I mean, in, in your your uh, case, Wes, what you're doing is very similar to that too. You're changing your clientele a little bit to accommodate more of what the demands out there are looking for, you know? And, um, I feel like just doing that to the, and it's also too like taking on some of the, like I've taken on some, I think I've been way too nice in saying like, I feel this obligation to take something on mm. and it might be, it might be not in exactly the qualifications that I look for in a new client. And I do. Yeah. And it's always, it always tends to be this person that is heated, heated, needs everything and needs everything. And then they're gone for three months. And like you said, Wes, that two month project becomes an eight month project. And then you're trying yeah. to bill and there's nothing yeah. to bill for because they think it's done and you're like, it's not. And it's just, yeah, uh, it's just putting that into perspective a little bit more and kind of going, don't get into those situations again. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's, that's one smart. of those things like this is kind of related to that. It's a bit of a tangent, I guess. But mm-hmm. another thing that really sucks about the end of a project is I need to make it much more clear when we're done. Yes. And have that email, not, not to say like not closing the door on the client, but saying, okay, at this point, this project is complete. Anything else we talk about is a new thing with a new scope of work attached to it, whether that's an hourly consulting fee or whatever that is. But what, yeah, it's always been a little bit like unclear. You know, I'll tell, I do tell clients there's that 30 day warranty period that will fix any bugs that pop up. But it's always a little unclear, like, when does that 30 days start? Yeah. And, then I, yeah. and I do need to just send off that email. Like, I need to come up with great wording for it that doesn't sound like we're done. But it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, so this is the day that, you know, was great working with you. And I hope to work with you again. And let me know if I can do anything for you. Um, 
that will be a new kind of project at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to put yeah. it. But because yeah. I've had to do that with a client that came back after like a month away. I'm sorry, a year away. And I had yeah. to explain to them, we've changed a lot. And he freaked out a little bit. He was like, and but then he was like, wow, that makes it sound like you've upped your game too. But the problem was he still defaulted to the previous ways of of being. And we're in that zone right now where he did, he did, he did, needed everything in a minute, gave it to him in a minute, and it's been, you know, three weeks of silence. And you're like, Yeah. How why do I let that happen every time? You know? Right. It's uh I fuck. It's all about it. boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I had a client who I, you know, because I don't know if I think I've talked about before how sometimes I'll just do a consulting project. Like we'll do the discovery and I'll come up with their whole game plan basically. And that's a, a $2,000 project right there. Takes yeah. about a week, which is cool. Um, yeah. But I've, I had one client like that. I liked him a lot. He was cool. But he w- once that was delivered, he would not only, he would email me and the copywriter that I work with that was working with him on his thing it was a never ending game of, Hey, can you check this out? Can you look this over for me? And it's like, at a certain point, no, like we're, we've uh. done the thing that we agreed to. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. you're just, you just want lifetime advice. Like I, you know, can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. My accountant doesn't do that with me, so I'm yeah. not going to do it with you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. That's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing about what we do is it's never, the, the the money discussion is so undefined most of the time in a way that like, yeah, lawyers, you know, they charge 400 bucks for an hour, the hour. Yeah. Build to 15 minute increments. Yeah. But for us, it's like, we feel like we kind of owe everybody these everlasting conversations, but yeah. And it I, I, I hope, be that way. And I hope too, for listeners to hear that as you are graduating to these next level clients, wherever you are, they're going to appreciate the new tactics and maybe the old clients will feel like, oh, that's, that's a little too much for me. Like, you know, and so that's a natural way that you build up is by doing these policies and these process changes that we're like kind of all exploring right now, you know, because I know I have some older clients that when I, or even a new client that came in just last week and we busted something out in seven days, it was like ridiculous, but they have a. They were used to an in-house junior designer that they were paying probably thirty thousand dollars a month for uh, a year, right? So when I came mm-hmm. in with my bill, they kind of freaked. But then I said, "You're going to get this," and they were like, "We kind of don't need that." And I'm like, "Well, maybe I'm the wrong person." And then they were like, "It's too yeah. far into this." But again, they're they're oh. so you know they're like you have too much policy and too much process. I'm like, sorry, that's how I make my money. So yeah, I mean that's business, right? Yeah, interesting. It is so weird how creative professions, it's so bizarre how people think almost that we shouldn't have any kind of policies or procedures. Right. We should just bow down to whatever they want at any We're given just time, free- which is yeah. crazy. We're just floating yeah. here going, whatever you need. And, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> but, but well, I, I hope you like it. I, and, and that's a great <laughs> note because when someone does appreciate that you have that in there, that makes it all the worth worth a while. And that's the yeah. client that you just go, oh, I love that. And even when they give you smack for it, like they know uh, you, you have a buttoned up partner with this thing. And I think that's more important than anything, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's All it. Right. All right. Cool. Well, it looks like we're, we have a, a good year ahead of us of growth. And, uh, personal growth, money growth, all the growths. Let's make it happen. So, yeah. 
Nice. So we've got a listener question coming up in audio one. Uh, but before we get there, let's talk fresh books, baby. It's a oh. new year and a new this is this is everyone's opportunity to start doing things right. You want a clean slate? <laughs> exactly. And you know, calendar year, it's perfect. Really. To start it yeah. January 1st. Yeah. And with like taxes coming up, this is the time to really get mm-hmm. all your stuff in gear. Um, you know, we've all, all the three of us have been using FreshBooks for years. Um, you know, they make everything easy. We are designers. We're not accountants, like you said, Nick. Um, we just want a really easy way to be able to fire off an invoice and <laughs> we can see when our clients have viewed it. In the last episode, uh, Nick, was it you, Nick, that had a... Both of us, uh, Mikel and I, and Mikel yeah. specifically, like, oh, I saw you saw it, and you printed it out. Yeah. I know that you yeah, know the, that I yeah, know. Yeah, that's right. This you woman the printer said, in the break room. Oh, I know exactly. Sorry. Yeah. It, sorry, it went to my spam inbox. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. hell right. I saw you check oh, it the day I sent it. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh Brooks is on to that nonsense, and they're not going to let them get away with it. Um, not only that, but they send out those automated reminder emails, which is great, so that you don't have to damage your relationship with your clients by kind of being the money chaser, which is never a comfortable right. feeling. So no, FreshBooks handles. Yeah, FreshBooks handles all of it. They make the invoices look pretty with your logo and your colors, all that good stuff, and you look really professional. Much more so than just sending off like a, a PayPal invoice or something like that. And they've got amazing support. You know, if you have any questions, their award-winning customer service is so helpful. They're really friendly. They A real-life person answers in three rings or less, which is amazing. Who does that in 2019? Nobody. But Nobody. <laughs> so to claim your 30-day unrestricted free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash deeplygraphic and enter deeply graphic design in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Once again, 30 free days. That's all you, that's all it's going to take for you to fall in love and never go back. Go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. All right. So we have an audio question this week. So let's go ahead and roll that tape. Hello, Wes McKellenick. My name is Martin. I'm a designer and illustrator in the UK. My question is... I'm finally injecting all of my energy into freelancing. I'm all set up, the website is online, social media stuff is there, but how do I move forward from my current situation? I've got very little in the way of clientele without much knowledge in the way of how to grow that into a constant influx of work from current and new clientele. I would be really, uh, really appreciate any advice you have to offer. All right. Thank you, Martin, for that question. So yeah, um, this is one of those broad questions, but we'll do our best to answer it. Um, you know, going after trying to get your first clientele, it's it's a tricky thing. You have to figure out what is your. I think you the best thing you can do is figure out your method. What do you want to focus on? Um, you know, social media is good for this. SEO can be good if mm. you think you can rank for keywords in your area or or your niche, whatever that is. Uh, just so you know that it's an uphill battle. I mean, it takes time to get there. Um, I've been doing a real, real f- heavy focus on YouTube videos for the past five months, and that's been my number one source of clients now. So um, anything like that where you're sharing your expertise kind of in a public forum is a great way to start getting getting some clients. So that's what I'd suggest. I'd, you know, start, you could start a podcast that's 
geared toward your specialty, geared toward small business owners or whoever your target market is. You can yeah. do those YouTube videos. Just don't compete with mine, you know. Do, no. Make them a little <laughs> less good than mine so that I still get <laughs> um, You know, Instagram, uh, <laughs> Facebook, whatever method you think you'll stick with. Yeah. Pick something, yeah. pick a track, and really go full force for it. Exactly. What do you guys think? Um, here's what I would do. So I, I took a, a little look at his website. And I can see he's got great work and good stuff to show off. I think what you got to do, Martin, is maybe uh, you have some, like, until you click onto your tile and see the full, like, project, I'm not getting the feel from it at the very beginning. So I would just make some bigger tiles on mm. the front that really say, here's the pizza place that I, you know, and make sure it's like, oh, I have to click on that. You know, make it more attractive and more of a billboard for that project, not just a very small tile. And maybe have three or four at the top that are nice and big. They're the ones you want everyone to go to. Um, it looks like he does a bit of everything. He's got a little bit of um, animation and illustration as well oh. as design. So I like the way he has it. He has his three pillars and everything, but like maybe really emphasize that, you know, you get three different things in one, like give, throw out the value of working with you and mm. showing that they don't have to go anywhere else and they can get that added, that added comp, uh, uh, you know, like kind of um, added value by working with one designer. Um, but I think it's a matter of like, sometimes our websites have to be more than just galleries and we got to get them to be sales, sales tools. Um, I hate that thing because it's like, we, we want, other, we know what other designers are going to do when they see that they're going to think that you sold out. But if you need clients, no, <laughs> it's not a, no, trust me. There's, there's some, there's some artists out there that like are sticking to this whole gallery thing. And it's like, no, yeah, no, no, but no. we're not artists. We're exactly. like, that's a, there's a, such a difference. Exactly. And, and it's like, you know, we got to sell ourselves a little bit on these sites. We've stressed it a lot, both the three of us. So like, I think that's really what I would just give you a little bit more tips on for your website and getting that much more like, Oh, I know exactly what this guy does from the first look at your site, you know? Um, yep. And then like Wes says, follow that up with much more value on your social media use, start using LinkedIn, dude, whatever it takes, get yourself out there and put those tips and tricks and uh, you know, project highlights and do that as a yeah. nice little article. Um, what did you bring to the table with that? What did a client say about your work? That's the stuff that slowly gets out there and starts to spread the word. Yeah. I thought and I, somebody and, was going to mention LinkedIn with this. For sure. Yeah. 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 Got to Listen to those LinkedIn episodes. And yeah, Nick is right. <laughs> so it's basically not just about um, – Yeah, make sure whenever you're putting something on social media, you can here and there do kind of promotional stuff like, hey, check out what I just did, what I just designed. Mm-hmm. But it's going to go much further if, if you're, like Nick said, the, the helpful stuff teaching mm-hmm. them something that they can use that goes along with what you do to where you're kind of, you're demonstrating your expertise and they yeah. get to think, Oh, this guy is smart. He's really good. I want to work with him exactly. rather than just right. saying, check out this latest uh, billboard I've made or whatever. Like that's, yeah, you can do that sometimes. And yeah. you can, the, the trick is you can highlight your own work in those to helpful videos or helpful pieces of content you do yeah because it's much more than just a static image as an example or something yeah exactly right like i i I just noticed he just has when you click into him and you see that he's got some really great stuff to show off in the case study get that more out there into 
what you're promoting front page. And then, like you said, social media, maybe even do a video or two things like saying highlights of the month. Here's what I, here's what we did client of the month type of thing. And then it's like, Oh, there's, there's a reputable person doing some really great work, you know? Yeah. What do you think, Mikkel? Yeah, I highly rec- recommend LinkedIn Profinder. You guys are going to be <laughs> there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 local, and you get your you get your your name out there, and it's not just any social media channel. It's just LinkedIn's so reputable. Um, and then just really start. It's not easy to do, but just really start talking to people. Don't just cave in in your home or your basement and think, oh, what can I do to further my portfolio? It's not always about that. You have to put yourself yeah. out there, get people to know your personality. That's huge. Yes, yes correct. People want to work with people they want to work with. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. So, yeah, get out there and you'll be good. All right, guys. So keep sending in those, those listener questions to questions at thedeependdesign.com. And, of course, you can be like Martin and do an audio question. Be an overachiever. Be like Martin. <laughs> with an accent. We love that. Exactly. That's <laughs> what we want. So, anyway uh, – Anything else to add, guys? Or I think we've kicked I off the year so. just Happy right. New Year. Yep. I know. I'm so glad I didn't overdo it on New Year's Eve. That would have been <laughs> that would have been bad. I'm glad I've lived to <laughs> live to tell the tale. All right, guys. Well, keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast. 